Welcome to the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast. My name is Nick Higgins, firefighter and author of the Five Tool Firefighter book. Each week, we bring you an inspiring message or person to help you become the best version of yourself you could be. This journey is for the long haul, not the short. Now let's start our journey to becoming the best version of ourselves we could be. The STAR method, situation, task, action, results. Welcome back to the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast. This episode is gonna be about the STAR method. And when I started reading on what this STAR method was and what this is all about, it's really something that is done for interview processes with jobs. That's what the purpose of the STAR method is. But if you look at the STAR method, as the acronym states, situation, task, action, result. You're also looking at critical thinking on the fire ground for decision-making purposes. Because the situation is going to set the scene and it's going to be the deep, it's going to give you what you need for your task. And what your task is going to be the responsibility in that situation. Your action is what step or steps you took to address the task for that situation. And the result is the outcome that you want to see achieved. So how do we do this? How do we take an interview method and turn it into critical thinking for fire ground decision making, which also is a class that I do and I've done it at the Firehouse Expo for two, a couple times. And I will be bringing that on to the Firehouse fire, firehouse Tribune, Five Tool Firefighter, and so forth and so on. However, we're here to talk about the STAR method. So what I'm going to say today is the same thing I say in critical thinking. The first thing you're doing in a situation is you're looking at what your outcome, your expected outcome should be. What do you want to see at the end? Because you cannot have an expected outcome and operate decision-making, strategics, tactical decision-making without having an idea in your mind of what you want to achieve. Otherwise, you're not going anywhere and you're just spinning your wheels. So in a sense... The STAR method actually starts with the R, which was, is the result, because the result is your outcome that you want to see achieved. So I'm going to paint the picture this way. We're going to keep it very simple. We're going to start off with a first alarm structure fire. And the first thing that's going to happen is, well, you need all, what do you have to do on initial alarm? Well, you have, initial alarm, well, you have to stretch lines, to force doors, to vent, that was a water supply, ladder to building. But you have to go through the front door. See, so first thing you want to do, and I'm going to talk, this is the one thing we're talking about, we're talking about, we have to get into, we have to get into that structure. We're going to say the water supply is down, we're going to say we're getting everywhere. Everything is in place. Apparatus is in place, water supply is in place, everything's in place. What we want to do is we want to enter that front door because it's true to, to this day, going through the front door, or the most, the easiest accessible door 
accessible door. Is the door you want to go in? So what do you need to do? Well, the result is I need to get through that door. The door is locked. My result is I need to force that door efficiently and quickly as possible. So the situation is we have a structure fire. We need to make entry. So the task is going to be forcible entry. The action is going to be forcing the door for conventional purposes. An iron and an axe. And that's what we did to do it. We utilized our truck company in this situation to force the door using conventional means to get to our result of opening the door, beginning us a primary search and beginning initial attack to the seat of the fire to begin fire suppression. That's the star method, plain and simple. That is the, the basics of it. Now it, it gets detailed as you go on. And this could be used for any situation that you possibly want. So you have to understand how to exactly utilize the star method to get to your destination. So you have to lay out the situation. But this is not something you can just show up on a scene and do. Nothing we do as firefighters, we just have to show up and do. We have to have some type of experience, some type of training, practice, intuition, ingenuity, to come up with ideas to solve a problem on the fire ground. So the best way to implement this type of situation, and my example was very basic of forcing a door on a first alarm. And a lot of times, you're barely forcing doors anymore on first alarms, but in some, in a lot of situations you are, a lot of situations you are dependent on where you are, or time of day, everything else, but majority of times now you're going right in because the doors are sometimes open. So in order to do this, you have to practice the situation. And you have to put situations in your on paper for the team, for the firefighters. You have to put these situations down. The best way to do it is to break it down into very small situations. Not to just put the situation, we have a structure fire, we have the two engines, a truck, and a rescue, you know, outlined like a tabletop scenario to that extent. You really want to break these things down into smaller pieces because that's how over time you start to understand the different pieces of the fire ground not the overall picture of a command structure and a strategies and tactic structure but as a company mindset and I have a company mindset that says situation task action result will get you to the next level, will get you to understanding the whole picture and really honing in as well on your specialties of your, of your crew and of your company operations.
And this could be done for anything. It goes back to also using the why. So you have your situation first. And I'll get to the why in a minute. You get to your situation. You develop a situation, a scenario for your crew, for your truck company, your engine company, your engine company, whatever it is. Develop that situation, basic as it needs to be. No matter how advanced you are, you develop the situation as small as it needs to be, which starts with initial attack, which starts with water supply, ventilation, search, forcible entry. The basics of the job. What's your situation? What is your role? First off, what is your role on the fire ground? To know your role. Put you in that situation. First and foremost, knowing your role. Put you in a certain situation on the fire ground. Because now you're making decisions based on the role you're given. What is my role as the forcible entry, the irons man on the truck? My force, my tool, my job in this situation is to identify what needs to be done, where the forcible entry needs to happen. That's my first job. So my situation is I show up, I have to make sure I have those irons. And what am I doing with those irons? My situation is telling me my task is to force doors. So what's my action going to be? Use, utilize my irons first and foremost to force the door. Okay, if I don't have, that doesn't work. What else do I do? What other actions do I need to take place to force that door? Do I need to utilize other tools? Do I need a Rex tool? Do I need an A tool? Do I need a K tool? I can go down the alphabet, but that's what they are. Do I need to do those things? Do I need a pipe pole? And what's my result? What's my result supposed to be? To force that door as efficiently as possible to get in, to make entry, to begin interior operations of a structure fire. What is my situation as the nozzleman? My situation as the nozzleman on the engine is to take the nozzle to the door. I'm sure I have water at the nozzle, if I'm using a task force tip, it is on the right setting before I make way in there. And what is my task? My task is fire suppression at the seat of the fire. However, what do I need to do? I need to stretch a line. I need to perform proper fire suppression. And I have to understand fire behavior and all that encompasses that area while making my stretch with my crew to see the fire because my task is to put water on the fire and part of the combustion that are around me to cut off the fire flow in that room. Because my task is what? Put the fire out. Or at mo at best, at minimum, I should say, contain the fire to the room it's in, and work with the vent team, everyone else, 
I fired somebody. That is the situation you put yourself in. It is the best way to learn your specific role on the fire ground. By breaking out situations you were going to be in based on your role on that apparatus. Go over the different tasks that are going to be expected of you and the actions that are going to be expected of you to perform those tasks as efficiently as possible. And as you grow, become more efficient, become more advanced, and become more less telling, more doing, more expect that you know what to do to get to the result of what your job entails. At the end of the day, the job is to put the fire up. And each piece of the puzzle plays a part in indirectly putting the fire out, saving life, conserving property. And we have to look at it in that aspect. To take something so simple and to break it down piece by piece by piece by piece, it's redundant. It's probably tedious. People aren't going to like it. They're going to complain. Why am I doing this? But if you truly understand and want to hone in on your role as a firefighter and to truly be a great firefighter in any aspect that is, is to really take the time to know your role, to put it in a situation, whether it's on a roundtable discussion in the bay training, on the training grounds, and then translating it onto the fire ground. Putting yourself in that situation. What are your tasks that are expected of you to be formed in those situations? What actions do I need to perform those tasks in those said situations? And what are the results that I need to have first and foremost going into any of these situations so I can be a value member of the team and my officer and my incident commander can count on me and trust me to do my job and not have to have that hard talk back at the firehouse later on that we had to coach you through your expected responsibilities of your role on the fire ground. But this method can go into many areas. We're talking fire ground, you could talk about it on extrication. You could talk about it on EMS. You could even talk about it with dealing with stuff inside the firehouse. You can deal. You could talk about deal with it when you're putting together training evolutions. What training evolution do I put together? What result do I want to see from my firefighters in today's training evolution? Well, I want to see them perform these tasks under pressure, on air, in a smoke-filled environment, and I expect them to perform them efficiently and effectively and proficiently at that same time. So my situation is going to put, going to build off of that, or build my situation, my scenario based off of my, my result, what my result want to be. Now, the other side of it, you might not get the result that you expected. And that's where you have to have those hard conversations and those hard discussions with yourself and with your team. What happened? Because that's where it's going to really be able to build 
and become proficient at the star method and build the team. It's a team approach. A, a four engine, a four man engine company. And one might be lacking in this approach, might not have, it might be a younger firefighter, might not have the most experience, might not have the most, might be the most skilled firefighter, might be new. So having those conversations about what went right, what went wrong, and understanding to hone in on their role is the most important part of the entire thing. Because this is where you can aim for more positive results. You can start talking about what you did right when the result didn't go exactly how you planned. Because nine times out of 10, they're not gonna go exactly how you planned anyway. But going back and have that discussion helps the situation and helps the growth. It helps build the STAR method further and further and further. And to go even further with the STAR method, it also goes in line with your IAP. It goes in line with your size up. It goes in line with your strategic and tactical decision making on the fire ground as an IC command company officer level as well. It's not just at the firefighter level. Like I was given very simple examples. Very simple examples. But if everybody has that, that idea that we're going to use this method of star, use a star method approach. I mean, that can work for everyone. Everyone's going to be into it. But if you have that approach, laying out your situation, highlighting the tasks that need to get done, this does sound like a, like a, like a size up, tactical decision making, what your actions are going to be, what your expected result is going to be. The proficiency is going to come. The growth of each firefighter is going to come. And becoming a five to a well-rounded firefighter is going to grow and grow and grow. And doing your job on a fire ground is going to become more easier, less difficult, more advanced. And you're going to fall into the role. You're going to own the role. And you become the best person, best firefighter that you could be. And that's all I have today on the STAR method. I'd love for you guys to take this STAR method, this interview method, turn it into something that you could utilize as a training tool in the firehouse, on the training ground, and translate it into on-scene operation. Own your role. Put yourself in situations of owning your role. Develop the critical thinking mindset for fire ground on-scene decision-making. Become the best best version of yourself and five tool firefighter you could possibly be. If you want to learn more, I'll put this stuff in the show notes, what I read about on the star method, how I kind of translated it over, came off the top of my head. But I'll put the article in the show notes you can read what the star method really is and see how you can implement it in your training and development in your growth as first responders. And you can also, if you want to re learn more, you can also read this, read the Five Tool Firefighter, pick up the Five Tool Firefighter Tactical Workbook. It is on the firehousetribune.com slash shop, Amazon, and Barnes & Noble. And I always say the best place to get it is at the firehousetribune.com slash shop. Because you get the bundle package there as well. Also, if you like this podcast, 
It is on wherever you listen to podcasts, but you can rate it, share it, comment, like it, wherever you listen to, and subscribe to, most importantly, to this podcast as well. Also, don't forget to follow the Fire Tribune on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And also subscribe to our YouTube channel, the Firehouse Tribune, where we put our station talk with my buddy, my brother, Chief Tom Marciano, the co-host of the show. We have guests on once a month. There are more episodes coming out as we go. Subscribe to the channel. Subscribe to that on Spotify. You can watch us talk with these guests, talk shop, talk whatever we want, and talk about being firemen. Also... Myself and Tom, we are going to be at the Fire EMS Expo in Foxwoods Resorts, Connecticut in October. Talking on our topics, Tom will be talking on six tips to guide a new fire officer. I will be doing the five, five tool firefighter workshop there. The books will be for sale. The merchandise will be for sale. We'll be there. We'll be giving away stuff at the same time. Check out our presentations. Tom is on Thursday. I'm on Saturday. We'll be Post that on social media very soon with more information on what we're going to be doing. The times are going to be there. We look forward to meeting you guys, getting in front of you guys, having these conversations. And you know what? Helping each and every one of you become the best firefighter, fire officer, person you could possibly be. And with that, Jocko Fuel, Fuel Origin USA, 10% off with that promo code FH Tribune. I don't need to keep going into it. Frontline Optics. Sunglasses by first responders made right out of San Diego, California. 15% off with that same promo code FHTribune at checkout. Don't forget, Five Alarm Task Force Corp, 501c3 organization, first responders, helping first responders in their time of need. President, my brother, Steve Green, donating the funds that are donated right back to first responders. Check out the podcast. Go on the website, go on the show notes, click on the Five, two, five Alarm Task Force and donate whatever you can to help first responders in their time of need. And help end the mental health stigma in the fall, in the fire service, in the first responder realm by donating to our partners the next rung. We are proud partners of them. We are on a monthly basis donating to them to help end the stigma, help keep mental awareness alive, and help with the mental illness in firefighters, first responders around the world. The 24-7 hotline that the next rung has is from peer support counselors that are first responders and have gone through training and have also dealt with mental health in their past. Donate. Sign up for the throwdowns. Do what you can at thenextrung.org. And until next time, as always, work hard. Stay safe. Limit Spire. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, please leave us a rating and don't forget to pick up the book, The Five Tool Firefighter, available on Amazon at thefirehousetribune.com. Until next time, work hard, stay safe, and live inspired.